Hello, everybody. I just want to welcome everybody to the show, Testigo de la Luz, Witness of His Light, where we share the gospel of Jesus Christ to a lost uh, world. And we ask that the Lord draw people to him today through his Holy Spirit, that many would be saved in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. It's been a while since I've been on here, but uh, let me share a little bit what the Lord has been sharing with me. Uh, today's reading comes from Luke 23, verse 39. That one of the criminals who were who was hanged blasphemed him, Jesus, saying, If you are the Christ, save yourself and us. But the others answering the other answering rebuked him, saying, Do not do you not even fear God, seeing you are under the same condemnation? And we indeed justify, for we receive the due reward of our deeds, but this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said to Jesus, Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus said to him, Assuredly, I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. So here we read the story of those that were that were hanging on the cross with Jesus for their crimes. And I want to talk about the first one, the one that condemned Jesus. He was a criminal, right? So here you have a, a lost person uh, because, first of all, he's not believing that Jesus is the Savior of the world, the sent one of the Father, the Messiah. And so he's going to die in his sins. And as I don't know if you've ever talked to people that don't believe in Jesus Christ or the Bible or anything like that. The first thing is they want a sign. They want a miracle. They want to, you know, hey, if you're God, they're demanding that God conducts a miracle, right? Just like this guy said, hey, if you're the son of God, then go ahead and, uh, you know, get down from the cross and save us, right? And he, he you know, he, he was mocking him and, and uh, just that's what the world does. They mock Jesus, right? So uh, Jesus didn't say nothing, but how did it all start? It started when they were in, in, in jail, right? These two thieves, I mean, when Jesus was walking the earth for three years, conducting nothing but good, and while he started his ministry at 30, all he ever did was heal, heal the sick, uh, raise people from the dead, deliver them from demonic possession and oppression, right? So the word got out, man. It went everywhere, even into the jail. I uh, imagine that, uh, you know, after they arrested Jesus and they beat him all night and they threw him in jail, that he was in there with the uh, the two other people. So I'm sure that, uh, you know, maybe they had a conversation or maybe they got to see how they treated Jesus way differently than they did, where they weren't beaten so much. Uh, and, and the Bible says that Jesus didn't even, you know, open his mouth and say anything. I mean, think about getting beat. Think about being thrown in jail and you've done nothing wrong. What's your what's the human reaction right away? If you talk to anybody that's ever been to jail or prison, they always say that they're innocent. Uh, they didn't commit a crime, right? But in this case, Jesus did not commit a crime. He was innocent, but he opened not his mouth like a sheep being led to slaughter, right? Because that was his mission in, in his life was to, to bring salvation to everybody, to you, to me, to a lost world. Especially today, we see, we look around and we see everything that's going on, all the craziness that that the lost are doing. Uh, 
And so we need Jesus more than ever we ever have. Uh, and that's what we're on the airways. We're out there preaching and lifting up the name of Jesus. So we had this criminal who clearly he doesn't believe that he is the sent one, the Messiah. So automatically he mocks him, criticizes him, demands a miracle, but nothing happens. Now the other criminal that was with him, he automatically recognized that Jesus was the Messiah. You know, he had faith that yes, this is Jesus. Uh, you know, and automatically he defended him. He said, Hey, you know, don't you even fear God? He even called Jesus God. Don't you even fear God that's on the same condemnation as us? You know, and, uh, and, and he admitted, you know, justly, you know, for we receive the due reward on our own deeds, but this man has done nothing at all. Then he said to Jesus, Remember me when you come into your kingdom. So basically, this is how it went. This is how Jesus said, "Tonight you will be with me in paradise." He 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 had faith. First of all, he heard about Jesus, and because of hearing about Jesus, because the Bible says that faith comes from hearing, hearing the word of God. The Bible says in John one that you know the word was in the beginning. The word was with God, right? And the word, it, you know, the word became flesh and the word is God, right? Which is talking about Jesus Christ. And so he, he repented in saying that, yes, we had, you know, we, we receive our due reward for the things that we have done on this earth, right? The, the crimes. So he repented. But what about Jesus? Don't you even fear God that, you know, that, this man has done nothing yet. He's going to be condemned just like we are. We deserve it. But don't you even fear God? So he, he, he heard about Jesus. He took action. Faith talked to him. Remember when we talked about the last time that I preached was that faith was the one that was speaking to that person on the inside, uh, a tugging and a drawing from Jesus Christ himself for, and you feel compelled to take action and receive Jesus as your personal savior, right? Condemnation, uh, a realization that this is the Messiah that sent one and that, you know, failing to receive him in this life will end in nothing but condemnation and misery for an eternity. And that's why he, he acted upon, you know, it was an act of desperation. He, he was hung. He knew he was dying. He had faith that Jesus was the Messiah and that he would save him from this eternal damnation, right? So he says, Lord, let, you know, let me be with you in paradise tonight, right? He had acknowledged that Jesus was God. He repented for the things he had done on this earth. And he told them, you know, remember me when you come into your paradise. And that's all we really need to do because we have access to heaven through the blood of Jesus, through his cross. He made peace with God, the father, so that we would be saved because of his sacrifice on the cross so he shed his precious holy blood so that thief could be with him in paradise that night and he was i have no doubt about it so you have an unbeliever and you have a believer one mocks christ and one receives christ and i want to ask you today which one are you are you the one that you know uh receives christ or you're the one that mocks god and it doesn't matter what things come your way you know um 
Everybody bases their their life and their beliefs on things that happen. Oh, if you pray and it doesn't come come to happen, you know, you automatically give up and you think there is not a God. So I'm going to take that attitude of, hey, let's party, let's hang out because tomorrow we die, right? It's the end of the world. It's the end of life. But the Bible clearly says that there is no end to life. It's either life unto condemnation or life into life in the presence of the Almighty God, Jesus Christ, right, in heaven. And, you know, I can honestly say that, and I know that you know my story, that for eight years we prayed for my son to come home, and he did, but but he died, you know. he the, That prayer that I had prayed for so many years for him to come home didn't happen, but there's going to be a great homecoming when when we all come together in Christ, when I die, or if the rapture happens, which is the taking away of all Christians, uh, that will happen. We will meet Jesus in the air, and then I will see my son again. How do I know my son is going to be there? Because of his confession, because of the conversations that we had every week, you know, two or three hour conversations about the Bible, about the Lord, you know, and he, you know, one of the things that I received from his death was all his belongings, and in there was his Bible, and he had so many written written things about Scripture that there's no doubt in my in my mind that he knew the Lord, and that that day that he died, you know, uh, Jesus was there to meet his saint, you know, to take him home, you know, because you know that's what the Bible says that. Glorious is, is the death of his saints to Jesus. And I believe that when every saint dies, Jesus appears and takes them to heaven. I believe that because Jesus cares about his saints. He loves them. He loves us, you know. So, you know, I pray that this preaching that I'm talking about moves your heart, deals with your heart, and that you feel a tug in uh, a uh a drawing that the Lord is calling your name. Maybe you keep hearing the podcast and, and you seem intrigued, you seem interested, but there's something that just pushes you away. Maybe you feel you're not worthy. Maybe you feel, hey, later on, maybe I'll clean up my life. Maybe you're addicted to drugs. Maybe you're in prison and you want to clean yourself up before you come to the presence of the Lord. And I understand that. I understand that, that you want, you want to come before God in a right way. But you know what? The Bible says today is a day of salvation. You know, uh, Jesus said to his apostles that he was going to, he was going away and they didn't want him to leave. But he said, it's beneficial that I go so that the Holy Spirit could come upon you because the Holy Spirit takes you from where you are to where Jesus wants you to be. You know, he's your helper. He's the one that guides you into all truth. He's the one that takes things away from you that are not, you know, the things that God wants. So you can't do it by yourself. Uh, without Jesus, you as fil- your good works are as filthy rags unto the Lord. So don't worry about that. You just make a commitment to the Lord today and let the Holy Spirit work through you and clean you up through his word. Okay? So there is no such thing as I'm going to, I'm going to wait till tomorrow to, to be better person, to be, you know, off the drugs, you know, that's a trap. That's a lie. Satan is lying to you. You know, 
my son didn't have, he could have said that. He could have said, Dad, I don't want to be saved today. I'll, I'll wait till tomorrow. And then, you know, tomorrow never comes for him because he died in his sleep. Uh, so we don't know how much time we have left on this earth. Uh, I was just coming in from, we went on a little short vacation, me and my wife. And about a mile from home, we were driving, coming home. And all of a sudden, this car, Alfa Romero, pulled out of a stop sign and hit me right, T-boned me right in the middle of my vehicle. Thank God that nobody was injured. The driver wasn't injured and we were injured. We weren't injured. It was just the vehicles, which can be repaired. But nobody died, thank God. It was nobody's time to die. Satan tried to take us out, tried to take the driver out. But God's mercy and his angels, they were there. They intervened. And all it was was, a, you know, the, my truck received minimal damage to the side. But the person's car was totally messed up front end. But nobody was injured. Nobody was killed. Praise the Lord. I'm thankful, you know. And, you know, I know that, you know, that trap was set way before I even got there. But thank God that. I've always pray, angels go before me, Holy Spirit, prepare the way uh, from from my start, uh, starting place all the way to my end, end, end place, which was home. I had prayed that morning, Lord, go before me, prepare the way for me, make sure that it's a safe trip. And the Lord did that. He, he, uh, he made sure that what the enemy, what the devil had intended for harm, he turned it into good, and he didn't let anybody get injured, anybody die. It was just property, which can be replaced. It can be restored, but life cannot. So praise the Lord for his goodness and his mercy. Uh, I just want to thank him, and I ask you this question today. Who will you be? Will you be that mocker? Will you be, or will you be that believer, that one that says, you know what? I've been doing things on my own, on my own will. Uh, I've been following the world. It goes against everything God says in his book, right? And I'm tired of living my life that way. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to turn my life over to Christ. I don't care what you've done. I don't care where you've been. I don't care what drugs you're on. I don't care if you're in prison. You know, uh, there's so much and many things you could do if you're in prison to, sh to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. Uh, so don't feel like you cannot be used. Uh, if you're feeling that drawing, that pulling from Jesus Christ or a desperation like this is going to be your last day, that's your cue that Jesus is pulling at you. To, he wants you to live. He is not slack and is coming back, but he does not want any to, ship, to perish without Jesus Christ. So here's your opportunity to become the son of God and enter into heaven with him for an eternity instead of damnation for ever and ever and ever and ever. So here we go. I'll give you a couple seconds to pull over your driving. But, you know, today is the day of salvation. Don't hesitate. Don't hesitate. You don't know how much longer we have left on this earth. I say we because I'm included in that as well. Uh, the, the Bible says there's a time to be born and a time to die. We don't know when that is. So I don't want you to end up in damnation, whoever you are. I want you to end up in heaven in the presence of God. And one day you're going to walk up to me and say, Brother Rick, you know, Brother Leonard, thank you for sharing, uh, you know, what God has shared with you. 
Today I am in paradise because of what God had said through you, and we can spend an eternity rejoicing in Jesus Christ and in your salvation forever and evermore. Your kids need you to be a man of God. Your wife needs you to be a man of God. The world needs you to be a man of God to go forth and share the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ. He has risen and he has salvation for everybody. So let's go ahead and receive the Lord today. Jesus, I come before you today because I know and recognize that I am a sinner in need of salvation. I know that God the Father sent you. You lived an innocent life, that you are the sent one, the Son of God, the salvation of the Lord. And I want to ask you to be the Savior, my personal Savior of my life. Come into my heart now. I receive you. I give you all access to, to my, to my thoughts, to my heart, to my whole being. Change me, uh, cleanse me and save me today, Lord, because I repent of all my sins. I tell you, Satan, get out of my life. I'm done serving you. My life belongs to the Lord Jesus. And I ask you, Jesus, to put me in the, in the, in the hand of the Father where no one or no thing can pluck me out of his hand and that you would, Holy Spirit, I invite you to come in, fill all the empty spots from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. I invite you now. This is your home. Uh, take me from being Saul to being Paul and understanding what the Bible says and what God's will is for my life today. And I thank you now in Jesus name. Amen. I just want to, I want to rejoice with those people that prayed that prayer today. Uh, the Bible says that heaven rejoices when one individual gets saved. So I am thankful that you, for those that prayed that prayer and I continue to pray for you. And I also want to think about those people that are locked up that maybe don't have a relationship with their family anymore because it was broken along the way. Those that might feel lonely, those that might feel suicidal, maybe those that want to commit murder. I want to come against all those thoughts right now against them in the name of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus over your mind right now and I command all demonic activities stop to leave to leave you alone right now and I pray that the Holy Spirit would take ground and to bring people to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ that they, that Jesus would send people to continue to intersect with you on a daily on a daily uh every day to just send people your way to tell you about Jesus Christ, to confirm my word that Jesus is calling to you today. I I pray in Jesus' name. If you prayed that, I'm thankful. And I just want to bless everybody that's listening to my voice now. Holy Spirit, bless those people. Show those people moving their lives, Lord. Give them the miracles that they want, Lord. Grant them their miracles in Jesus' mighty name. I pray. Amen. All right, brothers and sisters and and those that are out there listening, I hope that you prayed that until we meet again. This is Rick, Brother Rick, and I bless you in Jesus' name.